it's like very interesting to me that we are so untrusting of ourselves Mm. that intuition feels like some far off concept to people. Like, I just think it speaks volumes to society. It's like, yeah, that does that make any sense to you? Like, we do not trust ourselves. Everybody, you know, they they think something like I need to validate. I need to go look on the Internet or look this up. We don't trust ourselves and what we know. And it's like, guys, that's so fucked up. Like, that's so fucked up. Like, you should trust yourself over anybody else. Right. Welcome back or welcome to the show, baby. I am so glad you are here. You're listening to episode 89 and we are coming to you from the Advocare Spark Studio. Advocare is on a mission to empower you to become a better version of yourself by providing world-class products to help you look better, do better, and feel better. Yes, and I'm so proud to partner with them. If you want to learn more, go on over to our show notes and guess what? You get discounts because you listen to the show. Okay, you guys, this is our first ever two-part series because this interview with Christina, the channel, was so fucking good. I could not decide where to edit this bad boy. So I decided to let it flow and to allow this interview to energetically be what it needed to be. And I can't wait for you to take it in. And listen, I, I've always felt like I've been a spiritual person. I feel like I've always been pretty good about trusting my gut and I can really pinpoint when catastrophes have happened in my life and in my business, I can kind of attribute those 95% of the time to me not trusting my bones, my body, my gut, my ability to tap into my intuition and to use that in a business sense has allowed me to break the mold in a lot of ways, to manifest wealth in a lot of ways, and to run a a spiritually aligned, momentum-fueled business that continues to make an impact in the world. So first things first, who is Christina? Well, here is the official bio. Christina Rice is an intuitive channel and a 7D energy healer who guides individuals to break through without the bullshit so they can live an authentic, abundant, and aligned life. She is the host of Christina the Channel podcast and has been featured in top publications like Forbes, Entrepreneur, and BuzzFeed after spending years battling multiple chronic illnesses and becoming a functional nutrition therapy practitioner to help herself and others heal through nutrition, Christina realized that there was still a missing piece to her healing journey, spirituality. She was able to transform her life and build a seven-figure business through energetic work, brain rewiring, and manifestation. Christina's helped thousands of people activate their intuitive gifts and master the energetics of their health businesses and relationships through custom experiences. Yo, this girl is the real deal. You better buckle up. Let's get the party started. Here is part one of my high vibe chat with Christina, the channel. Christina, welcome to Yes Am, baby. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. I love, I love jamming with you. You're so much fun. So I'm, I'm honored to be here. I think we're going to get into some fun, 
topics. Dude, we're going to get into some <laughs> shit today. Christina has quite a story. As you know, I read a little bit about it in the, in the intro. Uh, and Christina, I have so many fucking questions for you. So um, it's why I wanted to get you on the show, but also there are a lot of people that follow along who are chasing and craving and wanting a more spiritual life. Uh, they want to vibrate higher. They want to run a more energetically aligned business. And I say all that and it sounds fucking great, but most of us have no clue what, what that means. So I want to, you know, really help the woman, the man, whoever's listening right now, really tap into tools they can use to energetically align themselves and their businesses. But I think we have to back up. Let's start at the beginning. Christina, as a child, has always <laughs> been intuitive. I mean, you yeah. you hear, you talk to dead people. You, uh, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. like the movie. So uh, what age and were you literally born this way? Just when did you, I, I guess, have an awakening to the fact that you were indeed intuitive? Yeah, I didn't realize I was intuitive until I started diving into it later when I was about 2021. 20, mm. But, you know, looking back on a lot of my experiences, I realized, whoa, like when I had some context, I was like, whoa, that was all going on when I was a kid. And this is true for most people. I mean, children are so intuitive and mm -hmm. I'll say, especially the kids today, you know, they're coming in with a mission. Like if you ask a, a kid today more, I feel like more than more of them than ever before will tell you like, oh yeah, I was on this planet before. Oh yeah. I was with this star system. Like kids mm -hmm. are remembering very young, but often adults don't ask, right? Everybody is intuitive. It might come through in different ways, but this isn't like developing a skill you don't have. It's something that's already going on. You're just not recognizing it. This is how we naturally are. We're naturally intuitive. And what happens is a lot of kids, you know, we have, you know, people have imaginary friends or they're seeing things. Um, they just oh, I know totally things. Did. I yeah, totally right? had an imaginary friend. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, they, they know things ahead of time and people are like, how do you know that? Right. And we learn along the way that, well, we learn to believe that it's wrong or it's bad, or we get reprimanded or this isn't normal. And so we start to quote, like, quote unquote, shut it off or hide you know? it. Yeah. Or hide embarrassed it or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's what happened for me. You know, when I was a kid, some of the things that really stand out to me is every night. And it's so funny because my mom, last time I was home, she told the story. She was like, we used to watch you practice crawling in and out of your crib. And you thought we, we weren't watching. So during the day I would practice getting out of my crib and then I'd get back in. And she said that her and my dad would just watch me through the crack in the door. And they're like, what is she doing? Like in the middle of the day. And I was laughing because I used to do that. I remember doing that uh, because I needed to know where to step to crawl, to get out of my crib because they had locked it. So I couldn't I couldn't open the door. I needed to practice during the day because at nighttime I'd crawl out of my crib and go to the certain corner. And then I would talk to all my spirit guides and the ETs. And that's what I did every night. And it was my favorite thing that I looked forward to every single day. Cause you know what you were doing, even at that age, yeah. like two and three, you yeah. knew like, I got to get over there. I've got to talk to my guides. My, mm -hmm. they're going to be here tonight or whatever, or if they come. All right, a quick pause right here to shout out our review of the week. And it is love to 
lovery, my favorite Oklahoma. Thank you for your review on iTunes. So do me a favor, love to lovery, my favorite Oklahoma. Send me a DM on Instagram or email me at hello at judyholler.com to claim your prize. Your reviews mean so much. So if you want to be our next listener of the week, all you got to do is leave a quick review on iTunes. I pick one every week and send you all kinds of goodies. It's that easy. Nighttime started to become a really scary time for me. You know, the, the veil was very thin and the more I was connecting darker things started coming in too. Mm. Cause that's part of it too. And then that started really freaking me out. And I also was having a lot of visions that I didn't really know how to, you know, understand or, or what yeah. to do with that freaked me out. You know, I had, a, I had, I had a ton of visions of drowning, which it took me, you know, later realizing like that was Atlantis. And then I was putting a lot of pieces together what I was seeing. Um, you know, I had a lot of future visions and I would say things that I knew about people or that I knew were going to happen. And then it made people uncomfortable from a very young age. Right. And so I kind of learned, Oh, don't do that. Like, don't say that. Don't say what you're thinking. Uh, Mm -hmm. it got me in a lot of trouble that I, that I just knew things about people. And to this day, you know, I'm like not the type of person to be friends with. If you don't want somebody calling you on your shit, like it's very (laughs) hard to, it's very hard to lie to me. Right. Like I will just go because you might be saying something, but I'm hearing something else. And I, (laughs) I just know. Right. So but as a kid, you know, you can get in trouble for that uh, 100%. And, and freak people out. And one of the other things that stood out to me that would happen a lot. And I know a lot of people listening might resonate with this. I know people in my community have been like, holy shit, that happened to me too. It's I would sit in my room and have this experience of like time and time and space expanding. And so it was like, I was watching everything around me suddenly go in slow motion and my bedroom my bedroom walls would expand out like a hundred, 200 feet. And it was like, I saw everything expand out and I would freak out. And I, and wow. I felt like the way I would try to describe it to my mom, I remember mm. trying to tell her and, you know, she didn't even know what I was, she was like, what? Yeah. Um, I would say my, every, it feels like everything is slowing down and I'm speeding up because I felt mm. like I was still at my normal rate of motion and everything else was very slow yeah. and I was watching it like and quicksand I, almost yeah yeah and I was afraid and I would this would happen when I was sitting on my bed and I was afraid to put my feet on the ground because I was afraid the floor was going to expand down too because I was just seeing it was just like really interesting stuff like that um wow. yeah that would be happening so you would tell your parents like so tell me about that did you like or did you keep it inside you know did yeah I how did that go I didn't tell them much I didn't tell them much I I, I was really scared a lot. Like I got to the point where when I was a little bit older, I was just afraid to sleep. Like I didn't sleep for a long time. And I know they had a really hard time with that. Um, and I would tell them like something's in my room, you know, and they were like, okay, we're going to check in the closet under the bed. There's nothing here. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like, this is like what all kids, this is yeah. literally what movies are written about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like- and it, you know, it was there, but it wasn't in the physical and it was very hard for me. You know, as a child, you don't necessarily have the words to articulate what's going on. You don't understand what's going on. Uh, you know, they were doing the best that they could. Right. But I, I also wasn't articulating in a way that they could actually understand, you know, I, I, so there was just a gap in the communication, but other than that, you know, I didn't really say much about the other experiences. You know, my spirit guide time was my spirit guide time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, we're going to uh, talk about spirit yeah, guides because yeah. I want to know more about that. Like, how, so, but let me back up to the physical world. I think, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things in your, in your bio and in your repertoire of accolades and one of the things about like, getting to know you and talking to you, you feel light years beyond your age. I mean, what are you like 26 or 27? Not that that matters, but like, you definitely feel like an old soul. I'm not looking at an Mm -hmm. old soul, but you feel like this, your energy is like you have been here Mm -hmm. uh, for a really long time. Has anyone ever told you that? Do you feel that way? Yeah. Everybody tells me that I'm definitely an old soul. And I've always, had more, like most of my friends are much older than me or the ones who are closer to my age are also very old souls, you know? And I was the kid that always liked to hang out with the adults, you know? Um, And the thing with the old souls, you know, people can tell about somebody. It's when a soul has a lot of experience Mm. and comes in here, like, I remember all that experience, right? A lot of, uh, you know, different lessons that have been learned in different lifetimes. You feel that, Oh, that person's an old soul. And that's why, right. If, if it's, I'll say like, like a newer soul, you could say that way, or somebody who hasn't really been learning their lessons, mm. right. It, it's gonna, it's not going to have that same old soul kind of feeling, you okay. know? Okay. So you hear me talk a lot about Advocare, not only because they're a podcast sponsor, but also because I'm a consumer, which is why they are a sponsor in the first place, because I'd never share anything with you that I don't use myself. And Advocare Spark is one of my secret weapons, especially when I'd rather not reach for an afternoon coffee to vibe up my energy. Spark does the trick every time. And the best part is that Spark has a unique blend of 20 vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that work synergistically to provide a healthy and balanced source of energy. Much better than the coffee, right? Spark contains an effective amount of caffeine, so you get that quick boost. Some B vitamins to enhance your body's natural ability to produce and sustain its own energy. And neuroactive ingredients that enhance mental focus and alertness. And oh my God, there are so many flavors to choose from. So if you've been wanting to try it for yourself, well, Spark has a sample pack and it was designed for exactly that reason. Try three of their best-selling flavors all month long while supplies last. You can purchase a Spark sample pack today for only eight bucks if you're a new customer and for 12 bucks if you're a returning customer, click the link in the show notes to learn more and get discounts because you listen to this podcast. You know, there is someone listening. What do you do with the people going right? Okay. She's downloading and talking to all these people. Maybe she needs medicine. Like literally, what do you do with the skeptics? Oh, how, how do you answer the person listening going bullshit? Well, I don't have to answer to the person's bullshit. <laughs> oh, first of all, I just got goosebumps all over my body because fuck yes. Uh, I love that. Yeah, right. I mean, and people ask that question all the time. And I think that's assuming mm. that I'm the type of person that needs to. And, Ooh. you know, I had, I posted uh, something about boundaries the other day on Instagram. And one of those was, you know, one of my boundaries is I don't engage in conversations with people who are committed to misunderstanding me. 
because I'm not like if, if somebody has, and this is true in life, right? If somebody is coming to me about anything and they, they're asking me a question and I already know, like, I know I can tell, right. You can tell they've already decided they don't want to hear what I have to say. They just want to fight with me or they just want to prove me wrong or whatever it is. I don't need to engage in that. Like, I don't, Mm. I don't owe you anything. And it's really not worth my time for people who are open to it. I am here. I'm available. I love to converse. Right. And I, I think, you know, the interesting thing is, and I think this is part of why, um, a lot of this stuff comes through me and, and the more you, you meet intuitives and psychics, there are people you would never expect any of that. Right. Like, I mean, there's, there are people in my life who know me, who don't even know I do any of this stuff. Right. Holy shit. you know, I'm very, I'm pretty grounded. Uh, I can have a conversation completely outside of all the spiritual work. Uh, yes, you are a very successful entrepreneur. You built a multiple seven figure business by the age of 25. Not a lot of people can say they do that. So clearly she's got something right, but yeah, I had to ask you the question and I love your answer here. Yeah. And I think the thing is it's, you know, if, if you're curious about it, then just explore it. And if it resonates with you, great. And if it doesn't, no worries. Like it, then it it doesn't have to be for you like anything else, you know, like it's for the person that feels called to it. And if you don't feel called to it, then that's okay. And I would never tell somebody you need to do this. You have to do this, right? If somebody's available to it and they're curious, great. Then like, this could be an opportunity with energy healing. I've had, I've had a lot of people come to me who are skeptics. Um, and I've had a lot of people who, you know, they'll cut, they would come into my office. I don't have a physical office anymore, but, and they'd say, you know, I, you know, they had paid, they'd signed up and they're like, you know, I'm, I don't believe in this. And I, but I just oh. wanted to experience it because I trust you. And I'm like, that's totally fine. You know, but there's a piece of you that resonated with it and you came here for a reason. So you might yeah. just be open to it. What's the worst that's going to happen. You lay on yeah. this table and you feel nothing and you meditated for an hour. Great. Right. right. Really no loss. Um, but I've never had somebody come to me who doesn't leave a believer. And for a lot of people who, who think it's bullshit and they're very triggered by it, it's probably because you know, within you that you are intuitive yourself, or there's something, there's a piece of you that wants to explore this and you're making yourself feel wrong or guilty about it. But, you know, I will say an interesting pattern for me is I have a lot of men. This is like a very interesting, a lot of ex professional athletes who come to me and you know, they're like, I feel like I can trust you. They're like, I'm, and they'll tell me all these things that are happening. They're super psychic. They're having all these spiritual experiences and it became this pattern, you know? And it's like, they're like, I can't tell anybody about this. I need to learn to control this. But I, and that just like kind of became this thing. And I have a lot of men who come to me who they, cause they feel like they can't talk to anybody about it. Uh, Right. At least, you know, a lot of, I feel like women are a bit more open. Open. Um, but I just don't believe that it, it doesn't happen for everybody if they might not recognize it or they might not want to admit it, but I don't know a single person that hasn't had spiritual experience or who I can't point out to them. This is how your intuition is coming through. Yes. And we need to talk about that. So maybe just for the person who's new to all of this, what does it feel like to trust your God? Like, how do you know? It looks different for everyone. And I just want to point this out because I think this is really important that it's like (laughs) very interesting to me (laughs) that we are so untrusting of ourselves Mm. that intuition feels like some far off concept to people. Mm. Like, I just think it speaks volumes to society. It's like, 
Yeah. That does that make any sense to you? Like where <sighs> this like we we do not trust ourselves. Everybody no. they think something like I need to validate. I need to go look on the internet or look yeah. this up. We yes. don't trust ourselves and what we know and it's like mm-hmm. you guys that's so fucked up. Like that's yes. so fucked up. Like you should trust yourself over anybody else, right? Fuck yes. Like if you don't like anything I'm saying, great. Like trust yourself like truly trust yourself. Right. But I really think to be able to trust yourself, clearly you have to get to a frequency of being honest with yourself. And most people are not used to being honest with themselves, you know, but that to me, that sets you free in so many ways. So I'll just say that because I think it's very interesting. I have goosebumps all over my body and I really, really hope you heard that. That was fucking dope. (laughs) It's got to start there. It's got to start. Yeah. It's got to start there. Yeah. Um, I can think of a time just recently uh, where, I mean, I lost five figures because oh. I didn't fucking trust my gut and I know better. Um, but I was so afraid uh, I had to get 20 opinions and then I had to overthink it. And then I had to this and I was like, no. And I let other people talk me into it. She always knows. Mm-hmm. She always knows. And I'm still pissed about it, but what a lesson. I'll never do that again. I think it would be helpful if I went through the Claire's really quickly. <gasps> What's and just, that? What's so the basically your, our psychic senses, our psychic mm, senses. Fun. And so I'll go through like the four main ones because okay, this, will, fun. I'm yeah, this will help people. Right. So, okay. so I'm talking about everyday intuition that everybody has. It's going to yes. showing up to you for you and everybody channels as well. We can get into that too. Oh my God. I was just going to ask you, can, does everybody channel? Okay. Can we go there next? So with everyday intuition, so I'm going to go through claircognizance, clairsentience, clairvoyance, and clairaudience. So Claire, let's start with clairvoyance. This is clear seeing, clear seeing. So you can also call it seeing, right? Third eye. This is my inner vision. This is my psychic seeing, my psychic Holy knowing, shit. right? Those are what the okay. clairs are, right? So it's like our psychic senses. So clairvoyance. So people traditionally think of this. This is, I think, what most people think of when they think of like a psychic, right? Like, oh, I'm seeing visions, I'm seeing spirits, mm. and that can look like an apparition, a hologram. Uh, this is what, more what's seen in in the movies, you know, where you have like a straight vision. Vision right? Um, but clairvoyance, any, like this can come through in dreams, right? You can get a lot, people get messages all the time in dreams, right? And the more you start paying attention to your dreams and draw awareness to that, and even ask for questions, you can ask for questions before you go to bed, you'll start to get more messages through your dreams, right? So that's a form of clairvoyance as well. I also think of seeing as the signs that the universe is sending us in our physical environment, right? So I might walk down the street and ask a question and suddenly I see, you know, one on one, right. Or I see my angel numbers. So when you're seeing all of your angel numbers on the clock or, you know, you ask, you ask to see a sign, you're like, show me this, if I should do this. And then you're walking down the street and you randomly see it. You're like, holy shit. I had that with my book. I I asked to see a butterfly three times in a row in the middle of January. Mm -hmm. I fucking kid you not. And, and I said, show it to me within 72 hours. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to see three butterflies in 72 hours in the middle of January. I saw all fucking three butterflies. And I, and, and I said, um, will my book, that's how I know my book in it's six months before my book came out. And I'm like, it'll be a bestseller if I three, three butterflies and that motherfucker did it. And I still, now every time I see a butterfly, it's like another little angel, but I had to, so that's clairvoyance. I, I group it into seeing, like I group it into just so that people can see, notice how it's showing up in their daily lives. Right. So I extend like clairvoyance. Other people might view it as just like your psychic seeing, like in your inner mind. Okay. But I, I do like to extend it out into just what you're seeing that is a spiritual message. And that's a great practice for people who are skeptics. Ask for a sign, ask for a very specific random ass sign. And 
watch the magic, right? You might also have, okay, the deja vu moments, a fl- like just a flash of, of a lot All of people have had this, right? They like have a flash of a vision or a past, right? Whenever you're seeing All something in your you think it's in your head, like that's in your mind's eye. That's all your psychic seeing. Does that make sense? Mm, oh my God. So good. Yes. Yes. So that's clairvoyant. Move, yeah. So that's what I will like a group Ooh. under the clairvoyance bucket just to okay. make it easier. Clear audience. This is clear hearing, right? So this is anything you are hearing. So some people who are traditional, you know, intuitives, like they will hear like hear a voice. Right. And the thing is that it might sound like it's coming from outside of you. Um, but it also can sound like it's within you. And a lot of people are very clear way, but they think it's their own thoughts. So, or sorry, clear audience. But so for example, I'm clear audience. And sometimes it sounds like somebody's whispering on my ear and it sounds mm. like it's outside of me, but more often than not, my clear audience come, it sounds like it's in my head. Um, and for me, I would say about 75% of the time, it sounds like a different voice. Um, but 25% of the time, it sounds like me. Like, I'm like, wait, was that a thought or a download? Right. So it's mm. those moments. A lot of people think their thoughts, is it from you though? Right. For me, I notice that, you know, if it's my thought, it feels like I feel it coming from the front part of my brain. Like it's like very much a prefrontal cortex yeah. is how it feels. But yeah. when it's a download, when it's not my own, it comes in through like the very back of my head. It feels like it's, it's coming from my heart space Mm. or my crown, like the very top of my head, the downloads, like they pop in there, those sudden stroke of insights, right? It's that moment where you're doing, you know, I don't know, you're washing the dishes and you're like, holy shit. I know what to name my book. Holy shit. It's like that. That's, I love those moments. That's a, that's called a download. That's Mm -hmm. what a download feels like. You know, that's a really common thing that happens to people all the time. And like, that could be your clear audience. Right. But that could, that be, could be just your knowing, but if it sounds like a thought, right. If you're like hearing, it can Mm -hmm. come from in your head. Um, and, and is that you, right. It might not, it might be a download. Right. So the other way that clear audience comes through is like you hear a sound, right? So I might say something, this just happened this morning. I might say something or ask a question or have this idea. I don't know, should I do this? And a tr- like, I hear a loud horn right at that moment, like really loud. You're like, whoa, holy shit, right? Or you, you know, ask your phone, you ask your guides a question. You say, I'm going to press shuffle, give me a message, right? And you press shuffle and that song will come on and there will be a message in there for you. Damn, right? that's a good one. I'm going to do that. Yeah, do that, right? Or or you might just be listening to the radio and, you know, you're kind of like zoned out. It's just on the background in the background and you happen to tune in right to one line and it hits you different. You're like, whoa. I never even heard that lyric before. Yeah. 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 Or just, it's like the message, the message is for you. Right. And it's you tapping in. Am I right Mm -hmm. here? When shit like that happens, when those things are happening, is that also me in a different dimension a a little bit from a thinking perspective? I would think about it. Like if you, if we were just operating as like this kernel in the center, like, like this three, like this hard kernel. And that's, that's what was our our experience of the world. And we're energetic beings, right? And we have these energy fields around Mm. us and you're like starting to just expand out more and more and more. You're not losing what's still within. It's just, you're expanding out into more. So you Ah, can experience it all at once. Does that make sense? I got it. And your visual. So she, yeah, you've got this kernel in the middle and the energy around. Yeah. You're expanding your frequency, the way you think your mind. Yeah. uh, yeah, All of it. So you can see all of it rather than like, I'm no longer here. It's like, I I get all of it. And I can, I can concentrate more of my energy in one type of, like in one way of thinking, if that makes sense. A hundred percent. All right. So there's part one. What do you think? What do you think? I hope you're feeling 
uplifted, energetically aligned. And I hope you're excited for part two. We're going to keep this conversation going next week. And let me tell you, it's going to be juicy as fuck. We're going to wrap up learning about the final two Claire's. And also Christina's going to break down the difference between 3D living and 5D living and 7D living because there's all kinds of conversation around that out in the world right now. So you'll also leave with some really cool resources and ways to stay connected to and work with Christina to live and manifest a more abundant life. And you're just not going to want to miss part two. So talk to me on Instagram, send me a DM and let me know what you think about this episode. I love seeing your posts, so keep them coming. Also, if you haven't left a review for this podcast, would you mind leaving a review? Maybe you'll be our listener of the week next week. And as always, you can send an email to me anytime at hello at judyholler.com with your show ideas, feedback, and inspiration. Uh, I'm so glad you're here sending you the highest of vibes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for reviewing. And we'll see you here next week. Bye-bye.